Success, Meaning, and Well-Being, a deep dive with Pooja Model, author of The Three-Day Reset. Dive into this insightful interview, author of The Three-Day Reset, and we'll explore the intersections of success, meaning, service, excellence, well-being, and inner calm. Learn from Pooja's journey as she shares her unique perspective on achieving a balanced, purposeful life. Get tips on resetting your eating habits and cultivating inner calm. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast, and my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. Let me share with you a little bit about the guests that we have today. Pooja Model is a self-development thought leader, best-selling author, podcaster, and founder of the upcoming newsletter, Letter to My Daughters. She began her career on Wall Street at Global Investment Bank's DLJ, Morgan Stanley, Bear Stearns, and Merrill Lynch in London, New York, and Los Angeles. She is the author of a book on healthy eating titled The Three-Day Reset and received her yoga teacher training through the Sri Sri School of Yoga. Endorsed by John Mackey, co-founder of Whole Foods Market, and Ariana Huffington, co-founder of the Huffington Post, her work is exceptional. Her mission is to help millions achieve personal success through sacrifice, inner well-being, and happiness. I'm so pleased to help welcome Miss Pooja Model to the stage. Hi, Pooja. Hello, April. Thank you for having me on today. It's my pleasure. You have such a beautiful background. You've really wanted to learn more about life and living to be your exceptional self. So I'm excited to have you here on the Wellness Driven Life Show. So let's just start by sharing with the audience a little bit more about you. Would you please let us get to know who you are? Sure. And April, thank you very much for having me. Um, I love the introduction and just one point there is wanting to help people live extraordinary lives without sacrificing 
their health and happiness. And I think that's something that we all struggle with. I don't think there's one person in the world that doesn't struggle with wanting to have success and an outsized life, but also have the inner well-being and the inner happiness and the inner peace. And there are so many examples in the world of, of people who have reached great success, but really struggle internally, or they struggle with their relationships, or they struggle with their health, they struggle with their emotions. So I'm very excited to continue to be curious about this and share with people what I learn personally. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be. But we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Absolutely. So that being said, Pooja, where has your background really gotten you involved and interested in learning more about the self-development aspect? You know, when we talk about people when they're on the life journey and they're they're not happy and they don't feel fulfilled through things, and, and we all get there, right? So where on your journey did you start out by that was you? And you wanted to learn more about how to not feel that way anymore. Yes. Well, thank you for the question. I think, to be honest, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be able to ask that question to yourself and be that self-reflective and have the options to, to take that journey. There are a lot of people in the world who just need to put food on the table or just need to get to their nine to five. Um, and, and they have a lot of um, other sacrifices they have to make. So first and foremost, I think it's a privilege. Um, I started out actually wanting to be a gymnast, a competitive gymnast and an athlete in my youth. Um, from there, I graduated um, from the University of Michigan with a degree in economics. Um, obviously the, the athletic side didn't, didn't pan out. Um, but from there, I, I did have um, some financial hardship. So I did have to get a job that would pay off my loans from college and put me in a situation to succeed in the career world, in the professional setting. So I ended up taking the highest paying job that was available at the time, which was investment banking. And um, I was lucky enough to... Um, to be chosen to be in some of the most elite um, banking um, positions at that time. Um, from there, I think what happened is 
I've always been, I, I think there's really no clear answer to why I look for um, or why I self-reflect. I think I've always, from a very young age, wanted to live an outsized, extraordinary life. I never wanted to sacrifice my life or live in boredom or live a dull life. Um, I think there are a lot of people who are driven like that. You seem to be one of those people. And um, really the, the answer to your question is I've always wanted to live the life of my dreams and I continue to do that. And there are a lot of challenges and obstacles we all face um, and pivots that we have to make. So I had to make pivots from the financial industry that wasn't really aligned with who mm -hmm. was, and decided to make a shift into wellness because I've always been interested not only living in an outsized life, but a healthy life. So I pivoted to um, learning about whole foods and learning about how food affects our mind and our body and uh, allows us to to reach our potential or doesn't. So food was always something I think I was taught um, when I was young by my mother that it's very important. So I pivoted and, and went to the Natural Gourmet Institute and got a, a professional degree as a chef, a whole food chef. Um, this was in 2011. And um, from there, I wrote a book called The Three Day Reset. And that book um, was really my way of helping people move from the standard American diet to diet a diet based on whole and unprocessed food. And from there, things kind of um, evolved in that space. And now um, people, we've gone through paleo, we've gone through several different um, variations of, of what to eat. Now we're still, I think, um, as a society trying to figure that out, but I think we're moving in the right direction. And I think from there, um, after having a family and starting a family and, and raising um, children, um, I learned that you can eat all the kale in the world if you want, um, or smoothies or um, the, the highest, best quality food, but if your mind isn't right, mm. you're not going to be able to live the life that you want. Um, in my mind now, I, I know that the mindset and the way you think and the way you can manage and regulate your emotions is probably the most important skill you can have in your life. And um, the food and um, the sleep, all of that, they, they are all go together, but the mind is probably the number one thing. Mm. So I focus now on... Um, on being very deeply curious about how wisdom and mind-body practices can help all of us live with clarity, with focus, with calm. And that from there creates the foundation for us to rise, to evolve as humans and to reach the pinnacle of our potential. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of greatness said in that. And I think what's fascinating and beautiful is now we have so much science to back that with the power of our our mind and the the brain heart coherence and all of those things that really come into play regardless of what we're eating and yes it all plays a part and if we had to say that there was something that was more beneficial or more pertinent then that would make sense and so you know, because so much of this is at the forefront, 
Pooja, what, what has been your experience in real life where you realized the, the power of the mind and, and really how it has an effect and plays an effect and role with us? Yeah, I think almost daily. I think almost daily. You know, we all go through challenges daily. It could be um, someone, you know, not holding the door for you or someone, your boss saying something to you or something going wrong at school with your children. Or it could be you not feeling as if um, you are creating um, or working in a way that you'd like. So there's just you know, there's a great quote by, um, I think it's the Dalai Lama, um, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So what, what that means essentially is that there will be discomfort in your life every day. That is the nature of life. Um, we are all trying to expand. We're all trying to self-realize. Uh, that is uh, hardwired into the human and so we are always pushing up against discomfort and there will always be um, some kind of challenges in life. So I think the answer to the, your question is I've realized that more, become so much more self-aware of that as I've grown mm -hmm. older, as I've become a mother, as I've moved through life in so many different experiences and so many different countries and people and industries. Um, just knowing that, um, your mental state is something that you have to show up with every single day in order to thrive. Mm, that's so much wisdom where we do have the choice in suffering, right? And because life is going to continue coming at us. And, and speaking of becoming a mother and motherhood, you are creating this incredible new thing in, in the next, what's next for you. And it is letters to my daughters. So Pooja, would you, would you please share with us what that is that you're creating now and, and what that looks like? Sure. And just to just to add on a little bit to what you said about pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Um, the idea there is that the people who can rise or who can create the life of their dreams are the people who can best manage mm. that inevitable yeah. suffering. Um, and then there's another component. A lot of us are self-manufacturing our suffering. And so there will be things in life like natural disasters. There will be people who you don't get along with. There will be things that are normal and natural and just this, just part of life. But then there will be things that we self-manufacture. There will be things like chasing um, certain outcomes or results for um, things that don't matter that much, for climbing the social ladder, for maybe becoming a billionaire, um, instead of a multimillionaire, um, chasing certain spouses, doing certain things that don't necessarily equate to being happier, but they're really driven by our ego or our fear. So there are, are I just want to make it clear that there, there is suffering is inevitable, but we also manufacture suffering. So we really have to, to think about that as well in, in this discussion. I um, love how you say that, the manufacturing of suffering. Yeah, yeah. It's a great I, I think, way to understand it. Yeah, and I think it's something that we don't often um, want to admit or or yeah. are aware of um, because it's hard. It is hard to face yourself. 
Yeah. You can look in the mirror. It's a little bit easier, but it's very hard to look at your thoughts. Very mm-hmm. hard to self-examine. It's very hard to self-reflect. And that takes courage. It takes fearlessness. And I'll get into that a little bit later if we have some time. But on the letters to my daughters, thank you for the opportunity to share that. Um, I'm launching letters to my daughters this Friday. Um, And what it is, is a weekly letter that is emailed to you, uh, where I share a a piece of advice that I give to my daughters, um, hoping that they will, as they grow up, read these letters and uh, reflect upon them and um, hopefully be able to, with that knowledge and guidance, be able to craft a life for themselves um, that doesn't sacrifice their health and their happiness and their emotional success. Um, I think we all wanted wisdom, at least I did. I wanted a lot of more wisdom than I got as a child, more more guidance. Um, And it's taken me now decades to kind of be able um, to now have that, or at least um, get on the path to to um, obtaining more of it. But yeah. wouldn't it be nice if our kids had those kinds of insights and those kinds of um, reflective guidance um, earlier in their life so they could rise early in life and really have a full um, extraordinary life. So that's my wish. Um, and I, I think that these letters will not only help um, children, but they are very helpful for adults like us, yes. for people in any walk of life, you know, rich, poor, young, old, um, professional, not professional, anybody. Um, so I thought it would be a, a wonderful way to share these ideas. And I have so many of them. So yeah. I share them in these very short, um, heartfelt, um, simple ways and, mm-hmm. and hope people, they will resonate with people. And maybe I can share one of them. With I would you. love that, you know, and as a mother, I, I, I love this idea. And that's so much of what we want as a parent to, to share the wisdom, the insight, the knowledge that we've gained along the journey of life. Right. And I, I would love for you, Pooja, yes, please share something that you have for us. Yes. And in you saying that, you know, I think that the the idea that um, we don't need um, so much of the wisdom of our elders, I think um, our society is kind of skewed toward the young. Um, I think there's just so much um, value in the life experience, as you so beautifully mentioned. Um, so I will share one one le- one of these letters, dear daughters. Please try to keep in mind whenever you observe it dancing about or hanging out in your mind that doubt is the devil. There is nothing in life more sinister or destructive than self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Once you begin to doubt yourself, your ability to live the life of your dreams decreases. Your power weakens. The inspiration and creative energy in your head begins to drain. You will find that others, mostly intentionally, will stir your pot of self-doubt by doubting you. They might do this subtly or in public openly. In 1988, football player David Beckham became the biggest enemy of England. Everywhere he went, he was booed, mocked, and maligned on the field. 
England doubted his abilities. Millions of fans doubted his skills and resilience, and they made it known out loud for the world to hear. But instead of shrinking, Beckham used that doubt as fuel. He used the doubt of others to annihilate any doubt he had about himself. He used that doubt to rise. That's how I'd like you to manage your own doubt. See the doubt in others as the greatest gift to you and see the doubt in yourself as the devil. Wow. <laughs> that is so cool. And you know what I love about this, Pooja? Well, all of it, first off. And as a mom, I, I can relate with when we create things into the world and, and write things, share things, and it stems from that, that deep heart soul connection with our offspring or those that we love, the most impact comes from that. The most value comes out of it because it's soul driven and heart driven. And so that's what I appreciate about it. But not only are you sharing your wisdom and what's from your heart and soul, but you're also given an example that's outside of yourself that another human has experienced. And so it gives the audience a little bit to, to ponder on, not only from your own experience, but from that of others where it broadens the, the audience perspective. Absolutely. Um, we don't live in silos and we learn from everyone's experience. And um, these stories or anecdotes, especially from people who um, have lived at very different levels of the human experience, I think they bring in a lot of validation and um, a lot more gravity to these ideas. Yeah, yes. So that's beautiful. And you're launching on Friday. Yes. What else is, is coming from that? I know that, well, first off, I would love to know how many daughters do you have? You're saying this is letters to your daughters. Do you have any sons or what does your, your family life look like? Yes. Well, I have two daughters and no sons. Um, wish I did, but I, I kept it at two. Two is a good number. I like that number. <laughs> I have three daughters. So as sometimes we don't always get the boy, but whatever we get is such a blessing. It is. Yeah. So tell me what, what is the next big thing for you? I know that you're creating the letters for your daughters. And the reason I asked Pooja is because you do, you are packed full of wisdom and knowledge. You have this, this beautiful, extensive knowledge. I mean, you've really delved into so many different things. I mean, from, you know, the, the finance world to the spiritual, to yoga, to uh, cooking and food and all of these things, you have such a broad perspective on so many things. So I'm just so very curious, all of the things that you are going to continue to create. Yeah, thank you. Um, other than the letters to my daughters, which um, the idea and the intention there is to do that for many, many years. Um, the other um, project I'm working on is a new podcast where I myself read a book every week to two weeks. And I highlight passages in the book that I believe can help all of us cultivate a wiser mind and a calmer mind, um, a mind that can help us uh, live our greatest life. And I choose these books um, based on the author's ability um, to think deeply, you know, so I call it philosophers, the, the podcast is philosophers. And 
the idea here is um, looking at books from authors such as Oprah Winfrey, um, Teddy Roosevelt, um, Ralph Waldo Emerson. So poets, writers, presidents, um, spiritual leaders, um, deep thinkers like Oprah, and, and then being able to share those highlights and insights with people in um, in, in a, a form format of a podcast, and also um, have those transcripts available for people online. So I haven't been able to um, have a release date on that yet, but that's the other thing that's cooking in my pot at the moment. Um, one thing that I have learned over the course of my life is that um, creating content just to create content is like spinning in a hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. So it's very important, at least for me, to pick um, projects that I believe in sincerely and I and where the drive doesn't come from me wanting to have X amount of followers or have an, an outcome, but from me truly loving um, what that is about and truly loving doing it and having the deep curiosity about it. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong mm -hmm. is um, the creation for creation's sake. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the means to the end um, versus just the end, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of us in the creator world um, need to think about. So that being said, um, I also don't want to to um, to to overwork um, myself. So I've picked just enough for me to still live a full and healthy life day to day as a as a mom and um, as someone who also values um, doing other things in in my time. Mm, I love that, and you know, so. I, I love it, love it, of course, because I am also a creator of things. And, and this show is one of those passion product pro projects, right? The brilliance of wanting to share with the world something that is not necessarily creating content to create content or not having lack of value. It is bringing that because it's, it's through the stories that we share with all of the people we have on the show. And so I can relate with that where if you get too caught up in the, this is where we need to be and we have to have the numbers, then it loses the, the, the value of it, the, the pure of it, if we if we want to put a name to it that way. And so I, I appreciate that again, because as I reflect on the where what's next for the business, as we all do, you know, we're coming into the new year and we all like to reflect and think about what's next for us and how do we want to show up in the world and what do we want to improve on? What new habits and lifestyle do we want to create? And that is a very big question is, as far as our time goes, what do we really want to be spending our time on that is that is truly of our essence that we want to be utilizing because the time is short here, right? So that's awesome that you're doing that. And I love that you're, you're bringing books. It's like shortening up a, a book uh, in itself and also giving your insight and the wisdom along with it. So I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, I love how you, you you mentioned essence, the essence of us. You know, that is such a um, an important, powerful word because so many um, people, because of you know the options that are available to us today, and all of the information and the and what is on social media, often doesn't allow people to access their true mm -hmm. genius and their true. Uh, integrity, their essence, the the genius within them. Um, and when you find that, um, picking things um, to, to um, pursue in your business is so much easier. And the um, results um, are, are more, um, uh, I think you get a lot more um, for That's the time that you the ROI is much higher. Right. Yes. Well, Pooja, it's been incredible to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. I want to make sure that the audience knows where to find you and to find those letters to your daughters that are coming up. I know that we can all gain so much from that. Thank you so much for sharing one of those with us. www.poojamodel.com. That is P-O-O-J-A-M-O-T-T-M. L.com for those of you listening in. Also, it's always in the description below. So you can always find your information for all of the guests we have here on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Pooja, again, it's been an honor. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience today? No, April, it, it's been a pleasure and, um, and, and grateful to be on and have this conversation. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you, Pooja. Daughters can be accessed on um, my website, and they can also be accessed through my social media channels on LinkedIn and Instagram. So for anybody who wants to sign up, those links will be available there. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. And to the audience, thank you so much for tuning in. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So we appreciate you greatly. So we will say our goodbyes for now. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Thank you.